0: You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. I wanted to do a a sort of amendment to my last podcast rant. Because, um, last night I had watched uh, an Amazon Prime original movie that, um, I didn't much like what was it uh see it's so forgettable i i just moved on from it in my mind oh the lie and it's about a fa- a divorced father taking his daughter to some dance event and they run into her friend waiting at a bus stop and they get she gets in the car and he's there she was going to the dance event too and he's driving them both girls teenagers uh to the dance event and The girl they picked up has to go urinate. So dumb. So he has to pull off the side of the road to let her urinate. And her friend goes with her. He waits. He hears a scream. He goes up. And the daughter is sitting on a bridge railing. Allegedly contemplating jumping. Claiming that she pushed her friend. That her friend was was making her mad. Her friend was a bitch. And she pushed her. And it's an icy river bank below. And. And anyway, so he takes the daughter home and then it's just all about trying to uh, cover up their daughter's murder of her friend. But what's retarded about the movie, and I don't mean to give it away. I'm sorry if I'm going to give it away by the next thing I'm going to say. But I think unless you're, you know, a grade school student currently, you could figure this one out too. When the movie's called The Lie... And you have a ridiculous situation where a teenage girls claiming to throw her friend over a bridge by pushing her I don't know how you push someone and they levitate up in the air and flip over a high bridge railing but <laughs> and she's her friend was bigger than her by the way so she would have had to lift her up and shove her to get her over that railing <laughs> but Anyway, and both parents, the father believes, her, and the mother believes, and they're all panicking and trying to cover up their daughter's murder for this statement that she pushed her friend over who happened to be standing at a bus stop. Anyway, when the movie's called The Lie, (laughs) and the very far-fetched premise I just explained to you is how the movie starts, you can kind of figure out how it ends. Don't you think? I'll just leave it at that. So... And by the way, that was renamed the lie. It was actually called like Between the Sky and the Earth, which is the dumbest name. Even dumber. I mean like like a hypnotic, you know, spatial um self-awareness movie about a young girl. Between the sky and the earth. But it's a thriller and it's a the parents are Spoiling their daughter and worried and they're divorced and they they come closer together again and trying to cover up their daughter's murder. It's a thriller. It's not between the sky and the earth is this dumb movie. Unfortunately, you wish it was under the earth or up beyond the sky, up in the space somewhere exploding. Um, The lie. Please stay away from it. But Peter Skarsgård or whatever, who's an actor, it's been around a long time now and I like him. He played the father. So I thought, you know, he's a good actor. And he actually does a fine job. But, I mean, what you realize when you watch Peter Skarsgård doing a fine job of acting in this movie is you, if you're trapped in shit material, you, just, you could be Laurence Olivier or whoever, Robert De Niro, whatever. You're, you're just the movie shit, you know. You cannot transcend shit material. <laughs> he does a fine job of acting. The other thing, though, is the girl, she doesn't do a fine job of acting. The daughter... I mean she's not a bad actress, but she's an over actress and she's a irritating actress and the wife, the divorced wife, she's actually a pretty good actress at times and other times you just want to push her off a bridge. It's just frustrating, you know, it's frustrating. And um Look, I don't I think I gave it 5. So I don't want to give the impression that it's a complete piece of shit because it really isn't. It holds your interest. It's whatever, but it's a waste of time. And when it's over, you forget it before you even move on to the next movie, which I did <laughs> because of the below on Amazon prime. You know, when you do it on my Apple TV, at least it offers below the movie you're watching, uh, alternate other other movies that you can um, see uh, that are similar similar choices and one of them was black box with a black man's face on it and I thought well that's kind of a name like black mirror which is the show on Netflix you know the anthology series that started out of Great Britain or the UK that actually for a couple years, there just made amazing short movie uh, episodes. You know, I mean, uh, they had it. It was a series, so they would have like six, six, five or six or four uh, different little things. They were generally around an hour, forty-five minutes. But one of them was like an hour and twenty minutes. So it was like a short movie, and it was excellent about these killer mechanical bees. Anyway, Black Mirror. If you've seen it, uh used to be really good. The last season was pretty bad. And they haven't had one in a couple years now. And they may never do it anymore. It just, it just wore out its welcome. But the first season was okay. The second and third seasons, I think, are the ones that were really pretty great. But anyway, and it became pretty popular. Um, But Black Box, uh, the title reminded me of that. And it was listed under this movie, The Lie, which is a thriller mystery kind of thing, I guess. So I thought, well, I like thriller mysteries. You know, let's see. And here the IMDb rating on it, Black Box, was like 6.2. Which, when you're talking about thrillers and that, that's high. Because critics generally, generally trash thrillers. And if they don't, and they rate them high, they're generally artsy-fartsy, very hard to relate to uh, pieces that are like, you know, that, that kind of drift and are spatial and give you a headache. And then the people hate them. Uh, or if the people really like thrillers, they're generally, you know, dumb. And if the critics don't like them much, then stay away from them. But here, I think the critical rating was around 60-ish for Black Box. And the people were were just over six. And I'm like, that's pretty good for a new, made for Prime, Prime original, uh, a thriller. So I, you know, and I realized, well, how come I didn't know about this? And I did. And the reason I dismissed it was, I'll give you a a couple guesses. I'm doing this podcast because of the last one I did. If you remember the last one I did, do you remember what it was? The basic theme of it was getting fed up and kind of getting tired about movies being all about what? Exactly, women and minorities. You're like they're making so many of them. So Black Box, if you look at it on IMDb, all the characters are black. Everybody. I mean, it's a black movie. I mean, it's made with every person in it that's important to the story being black people. So it's a it's a story that's a black people movie. So anyway, I didn't want to see it because I thought, oh, well, that's a black movie. That's for black people. I'm not black, and I. I'll move on, you know, and I, and I, I don't do that cause I'm racist. I do it because like I said, I am fed up. <laughs> I, I I am at a place now where I just, I used to watch things like that and not think about it, but I'm just a little tired of, of, of so much uh, of the arts being uh, accommodating towards women. Now, all the directors are women. All the leads are women. The stories are about women. Um, uh, the lie was a story about a daughter and her drama and the parents who care about their girl daughter, you know? Um, Black Box, by the way, has a daughter. The guy has a daughter and him taking care of his daughter. And the other guy has his daughter and there are issues of abuse and, you know, partners and abuse and women. And every movie out there now is about abuse and men and how awful they are and how they beat women and how they're disgusting. And so that was in Black Box as well. And it was a black movie. Everybody was black. All the leads are black. But anyway, look, the point is this. I just decided last night, fuck it, I'll watch Black Box even though everybody's black. It's a black movie. And here's the reaction I had. First of all, I give it a seven. It's a, not a bad film. Worth, you know, nothing great. Nothing great. It's kind of like, very much like, an episode of Black Mirror. And, a, you know, a decent one. Not a great one, but a nice, solid episode of Black Mirror. It just happens to run a little bit longer, like one hour and 40 minutes. It's a movie length. But it's really no better or different than an anthology science fiction mystery thriller episode. But it's a pretty good one, and it's well done, and it's well acted. And here's the thing. Everybody in it's black, uh, and, and it tells its story with its characters who are all black. And yet when I watched it, I did not feel like I was watching a black story. Uh, at the very beginning, I said, oh, I'm watching a black movie. But as I got into it, within 15 minutes or so, I was watching a movie. And the characters were characters. And the story was the story. And the race was completely irrelevant. And there was nothing they inserted into the movie that made it racial, they, which was good. Thank God for them. I, I was grateful. They didn't add touches that were, made it cater to black people about things they relate to. It was, nor was it like done as a white movie with black actors. It was, uh, although I do think it was written and directed by a white woman, actually, which is funny, right? Because it's a woman. I watched last night a movie written and directed by a woman, which subject matter that involves in, in part abuse of women and children, girls, girl children, daughters, daughters being prioritized and being wonderful all the characters black. So it's completely opposed to what I just did the podcast about. And I enjoyed it. And I give it a 7 out of 10. Um, and, and, and more importantly than that um, was the fact that the race was irrelevant to me. And, 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 and I was blind to it 15 minutes in. Now, I will say on a recent episode of Bill Maher, I saw black people ram you know get very angry at Bill when he talked about being colorblind. Like what I'm saying about this movie. They get very angry. They don't want you to be colorblind. They don't want to be colorblind. They're proud of their race. They want their heritage to be defined and distinct. They want to be black. They want people to see them as black. I mean, they don't really care about us. They want to be black. They want to make black art, black movies. Blackness is important to them, too important to them. That's the problem. But hey, I digress. The point is Normal people who don't have issues that they're working through don't want to see black or white. Normal people are like Bill Maher. It's not wrong to say I'm colorblind. It is normal. That's the idea. These black people that still have issues, let them go. These women that want to say it's a woman's movie. It's about women's issues. And they're all, oh, God, I saw on Instagram today. I'm digressing here big time, but please bear bear with me. I follow Naomi Watts on Instagram because I really like her as an actress. Uh, and she posted all these things in her story just today about vibrators and giving them away as gifts to other women. And all these little story clips where women going, Hey, my badge, you got it. Oh, cool, fun. I get to be happy. And another woman saying, You know, with us all shut down in the pandemic, it's not about whatever this or that. It's about pleasing your vag and pleasing, you know, masturbating with this vibrator. And she's pushing, buying this vibrator and giving it as a gift to all these women. And it was disgusting. I mean, and look, I'm a sexy, sexual guy. I'm a sexy guy. I'm very sexy. No, but I like sex and I like women that are sexual, whatever. But it's the way women are when they talk about it. It's such a bonding thing, and it's so in-your-face. And it's very much like black people bonding about being black and sticking it in your face. It's like you couldn't turn me off faster. you know. I don't want to see shit on women in the math. What if guys traded, look, I got a fake cunt to fuck. Uh, Look, I got the pussy vibrator throbber. You stick your dick in it, and it comes, yeah, that's the pussy throbber. You stick that dick in. Good for the dick. Can you imagine if like, I don't know, Robert De Niro was posting stories on Instagram about passing around a a phony vagina masturbator toy and giving it as a gift to other men and all these men were posted saying, taking care of the cock, you know? I mean, why is this okay? Why do we want to allow women to shove their vaginas in our faces and then go, don't touch it or I'm calling the police? Here's me with my toy. Look at it rubbing. Yeah, let's fucking rub this shit up. Don't you fucking sexualize me, motherfucker. And notice I'm saying with a black voice. The point is, the point is, what the fuck's going on in our culture? You know, on the one hand, we have to hate all men and think anytime they even look at a woman and say, nice ass, they should immediately not just be arrested, but be executed after being castrated. But on the other hand, we also are allowed to see Naomi Watts go rub that clip with this vagina toy. Yeah, my vag is taken care of. <laughs> it's all in good fun. It's all just women pleasing their vages. I mean, it's a double standard beyond double standard. We have now reached the point where the liberal left has pushed this shit down our throats where we have to accept it. And then if, as a man, we're castrated. And it's disgusting. Same with white people. Anyway, now I'm going back to the rant. <laughs> I'm heading back into yesterday territory, or the other day, whenever my last rant that I publicized. Look, here's the point. I'm get back to normalcy now. Calm down, breathe, Raymond. Breathe. Okay, okay. Give me a second here. Regrouping. One more second. I'm back. Okay. The movie Black Box had was chock full of women's issues and protecting women. And how men are bad guys, and men are angry, and they're dangerous. And women are great, but women are also possessive and smothering. There's other, There's a couple little elements of that in there. And it's all blacks, and yet, at the end of the day, it was just a science fiction movie that hated men, sure. But it didn't. It didn't really hate men because it ends up telling a good story of a good man. And even the bad man's better than you'd thought and all this stuff. So there is. there's a nice little twist to it. But the point is, the blackness totally irrelevant. Now, and if you're and if you're one of those blacks that wants to be black, look at my blackness. Then you won't like it. But for people like me who are saying I'm sick of all the black movies now, I gave one a chance, and it was just a decent movie. And I honestly, I'm sorry, but I agree with Bill Maher and everyone. I guess we're all racist losers because we watched the movie and said. I didn't see Race. It was actually just a a decent movie. And that made it better for me. So my point is just to tell you all that although I'm tired of all these things, I'm not a racist. I don't hate these pieces of art or work. I still check them out if bored enough, if there's no other options. Um, Because I just want to see a good movie. I just want to hear good music. You know, I, I I don't judge by the fact that it's a woman director or a woman's issue. I think I said in my last podcast I very much like the movie, um, uh, a promising young woman. I think it's very good. Uh, gave it an eight, I believe, out of ten. Uh, very well acted. Very much love the, the 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 star performance, the lead uh, performance uh, by um, uh, shit. I'm blanking on her name now. Not Samantha Morton, but. Um, uh, uh oh shoot. Anyway, she'll get an Oscar nomination and frankly I think she's quite good in it. She may even win. She may. I'm sure they'll be a I'm no, you know what? They'll give it to a black woman a woman. They'll give it to uh 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 you know whoever's in Ma Rainey's house of blackness or whatever, they'll give it to her, you know. Um But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, my point is that, you know, sometimes, sometimes when you stop and say, I'll just watch this all-black movie, they don't shove the blackness down your throat and you just watch a movie, you know? Um, meanwhile, I'll, I'll end this this brief podcast on, on this particular note, too. Another thing I watched just the other day for the first time in a, in a few years... Is a movie I love. I love. It's a number ten star, ten out of ten movie for me. One of my favorite movies of all time, and it's still, in my opinion, holds up great. And that's Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing" from, I believe, nineteen eighty nine. And um, most of the actors in that movie are black. There is a white group where Dan- Danny Aiello, who got the only Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor, plays the white pizza. Ria owner and his two sons, played by John Turturro and the other guy, I don't know, two sons, uh, they're white. And, of course, his racial tensions start, and uh, the big climax of the film is the destruction of their pizzeria after a black man, played by Bill Nunn, who is choked to death, Radio Raheem. Radio Raheem! They killed him, they killed him! They choke him out, and he dies, Radio Raheem with his big-ass radio that is all smashed to shit by Danny Aiello in the pizzeria. I just killed your fucking radio! But Radio Rahim Bill Nunn, was from Pittsburgh, where I'm from, uh, Pittsburgher, and he just died uh, at a relatively young age. I think he was like 60, um, just a couple years ago. Bill Nunn died. So Radio Rahim is actually dead, for real. As are a number of people from that movie, but anyway... One of Spike Lee's earlier films, and without a doubt his best. It's still, nothing compares. I mean, I like Black, Black Klansman some, that recent movie, uh, but it was nowhere near, still, uh, to me, uh, Spike Lee really has only made one great film. Uh, and I, I really was hoping he was going to be an amazing, great filmmaker when he started. I started to watch everything he made. But when I saw Malcolm X and I was just disappointed, I I was really excited to see it. Denzel Washington, you know, three and a half hour movie. Uh, I was just kind of disappointed by the overall structure of Malcolm Malcolm X and it wasn't as great as I thought. Um, And he just never made another great film in my opinion and he hasn't. Um, But, do the right thing. Just everything about it. The opening and closing credits the music choices. The, the the photography, the performances—it's very uh, affected. It's very stylistic. Um, parts of it are like not really realistic. They're kind of fanciful. But overall, uh, very well told. Very beautifully photographed. Uh, a good story. A good idea. You know, one day on a sweltering hot. Uh, Bed-Stuy neighborhood, you know, where tensions build, racial racial tensions. um, Very timely uh, when it was made after some recent events that are still timely. I mean, you know, police, killing, and other white racial murders of black people. um, You know, and, and, and this movie told that story. Still very relevant and a wonderful, wonderful movie. Great ending, great everything about it. I just... Can't recommend enough if you haven't seen it. Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. And it got screwed by the Oscars. I think it won. I I think it might have won. No, it didn't. It didn't win because that's right. Because when Spike Lee won Best Screenplay for Black Klansman, that was his first Oscar, I do believe. But it did get a nomination for Spike Lee for writing for the screenplay. And it did get a nomination for Danny Aiello as the father pizzeria guy who's also dead. He died I think like three or four years ago now. It's been a while. He was like 82. Um, But it didn't didn't get a Best Picture nomination. It didn't get a Best Director nomination. It was without a doubt one of the Best Pictures that year. I think nominated that year were films like Dead Poets Society, which I still love, uh, Field of Dreams, which some people didn't love. I I love Field of Dreams. Um, But, I mean, my gosh, Do the Right Thing, you know, I, I, I think it was the best film that year and I think it should have definitely been nominated and it should have had a lot more nominations and it was very, very disappointing the way Oscar treated Do the Right Thing and I I think it holds up wonderfully. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Um, Spike Lee himself is in it. Of course, Rosie Perez. I, it just holds up. Uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, it holds up really, really well. And... Um, and my point is, there's a black movie about black people, but it, it's about race and it's about blackness. And it's powerful and good. Uh, nowadays, they make, they're making all these black movies and they're not about being black, but they still chalk them full of blackness, black music, black scenarios, black settings, you know, the hood, all the shit. But it's not about the racial issue. It's just blacks being on blacks and living among blacks. But it is about the black uh, experience in America. And those are the movies that I just, I don't have any interest in. Those are the movies that I'm tired of, that I've seen too much of. That's fine, make them for the black people, but why is that all that I get to, it's so much of what I get to choose from now on Netflix, on Prime, you know, and, and things out at the theater. I mean, so many movies are relationships involving black and white or black and Hispanic or Hispanic, and, you know, and Chinese or whatever. I mean, everything's women 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 it's just it's just like they're going again i'm going back to that old podcast but they seem to be going overboard to accommodate minorities with you know having something that they can relate to which i completely get but what i think is more important is just making a movie that everyone can relate to can't we make more and what i realized when i enjoyed black box was i'm not going to feel sorry for the blacks having to watch a lot of white movies Italian movies, mobster movies over the years and not having more black movies. First of all, like I said in my last podcast, they were making movies for black people just for black people as far back as, as I mean, as recently as the 70s. I mean, or as, rather as far back as the 70s. I mean, Quentin Tarantino making, you know, um, um, Jackie Brown was paying homage to, you know, black exploitation films, which were all black leads and so forth. Now, sure, it was a certain type of movie and blah, blah, blah. But the point is, this is not new that, that, that blacks can make movies for themselves and movies about black people, et cetera, et cetera. So, but what I think is better than that, better than a lot of the stuff they're making today for women, about women, about men being awful, better than movies that are about the black experience only with black people and showing it as a black thing so that others are ostracized, it's making a movie like Black Box, If you want to make a movie with black people or directed by women or written by women, or can't you just make it a movie that everyone can relate to? And I really think that a lot of the white men's movies over the years were movies that the people could relate to. I never heard my sister growing up talk about Witness or other movies from the 70s, Jaws, and say, it's all those men on a boat. I hate watching movies about men trying to kill a shark. Why can't there be women on that boat killing that shark? They didn't say that. They didn't think that. Why wasn't Quint Black? Why is, Why did they get Richard Dreyfuss for Jaws? Why didn't they get Sidney Poitier and have him come back and play that? I didn't hear that shit. Nobody cared. Jaws is a great fucking movie. The the, the actors in it are great, you know? I mean, it's men who go out on the boats to kill sharks. Still to this day, I hate to tell you that women, but still to this day, if you gather together three people on a boat and put them out to kill a giant killer shark, you know, eighty-five percent of the time, at least, they're going to be men. Even now, most most of women are not going to volunteer. I'll go out and kill that shark. I can do that. I give me that spear gun. No, mostly it's still going to be men. Even all these years later. So the point is, nobody cared. Nobody was bitching and complaining. That the shark wasn't black. Why wasn't that shark black? Where was the, where's the, why is that Amity Island? That's all White Island. Why didn't they film that off the coast of the Bronx? You know, what about the rivers of the Bronx? They're like killer eels in the, in the rivers by the, you know, I mean, the point is, (laughs) the point is nobody cared. It was a good movie. And I I don't believe that we were oppressing, the patriarchy was oppressing women by making all these white male movies. I mean, sometimes, okay, sure, they needed more, they needed more, they deserve more about them, true. But at the end of the day, most of it was good movies, and most people liked it. And most of the time, they weren't bitching about, it's all about men, where's the women's stories? It's all about white people, where are the black? They weren't, really. Because they're just about, is it a good movie or not? You know? And so... That's what I felt last night when I watched Black Box. I, I I was happy to see that this movie, um. And actually, I think I have to take that back. I don't think Black Box was written and directed by women. I think I I think it's The Lie. I think I got that wrong if I said that earlier. I think that movie, The Lie, is written and directed by a woman. Yes, it is, uh, by a woman named Vena Sud. But Black Box. Is a movie that is written and directed. Yeah, it's written and directed by a guy named Emmanuel Osei Kufar. So uh, not a woman. And I don't know if it's a black person, but I would guess yes. And the teleplay is by Stephen Herman as well. And he's definitely black. They do have a picture of him. Uh, so, but it's men, it's men. So a black box was not written by a woman or directed by a woman. It's, it's, it looks like two black men wrote it and directed it. Um, but the other one, the lie that I watched was directed by a, a, a woman who I think is white. Anyway, bottom line is let's keep doing that. And so to the extent that my complaint was about too many movies about blacks and women and all that stuff, I really am complaining more so about when the subject matter. When the subject matter of movies directed or written by blacks or women or whatever, is all about that. That's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of a, a woman's movie, where the subject matter is all leaning towards the, the fact that the character is a woman, and the, 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 you know the, the fact that the woman is the lead is like really, really important to the movie. I don't like that. It just should be a side fact. It, it should not be something that we really think about. It should be a woman in the lead and we watch her and it's a person and we care about her because she's an interesting person and what gender she is shouldn't really matter. And I feel the same way about the race of the stars and the leads and that. when, 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 when they bring to mind the race a lot, it better be a really good way and a really good powerful movie, like do the right thing where when they use the race as the issue it's 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 just an insightful story about racial divide like that movie is otherwise I don't want you catering to any race. I just want a good movie, please. And if you show me a race and how they live, that's fine. If you make it a good movie still. But if you're, if you're doing it to appease or cater to people that are only that race, I'll see that, I'll know that, and it will turn me off. And it should. I have no obligation to want to watch entertainment that doesn't try to reach me. You know, That's overtly trying to reach only a specific gender or race or type of person that I am not. If you make that kind of stuff, I'm not going to watch it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to get preached to. I don't want to get talked down to. I don't want to get repeatedly told how I'm a bad person because I'm not a woman, because I'm not a minority. I don't want that. I want to feel like me. A white man is also part of the audience you're hoping to reach And you're not trying to make me better or teach me or preach to me or condescend towards me. You're actually just trying to make a good movie that everyone can enjoy. And that's the way I look at the arts. And that's what I'm hoping to see more of. And I do think they did that for the most part with Black Box. The only way they kind of catered was kind of pro-women, kind of anti-man, men are abusive kind of thing. They kind of played on some cliches about that. But that aside, that spin aside, it was very much. It could have been anybody in that movie. It could have been Jewish dwarves uh, in the movie. A movie about Jewish dwarves. The the plot did not rely on the race at all. The plot did not, and the and and the dialogue and everything about it didn't play on that at all. And I liked that. And um, and then I had no, you know, then I wasn't like I'm watching a black movie. I'm watching a movie. And I didn't even care or know or think about the fact that they were all black until I did at the end when I thought, that's pretty cool. That's pretty great. That you have all these unknown actors. Most of them I didn't know. Most of them I never saw before. Felicia Richard plays a part in it. You know, I remember her from the Cosby show and being married to Ahmad Richard back in the 80s, back in my day, you know. So I did know her. She's an older woman now, but... um, otherwise i didn't know any of them any any of the actors in the movie um they were just unknowns to me and i thought that was really cool you know you didn't ha- they didn't have to be denzel washington or you know the known black actors just new actors who happened to be black in a movie where the characters happened to be black people and but it otherwise and they named it black box so the word black is in there but that's not what it's about it's not about a black box it's just black box you know so uh anyway uh at the end of the day that those are my opinions that's what i would like from hollywood and from music and everything is a little bit less pushing the 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 gender and race as like the the reason for the movie unless you're going to do something artful and brilliant like do the right thing uh or 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 promising young woman i mean again that subject matter is very mis- uh, misandristic uh very much man hating uh very much spins men is awful but i think it's a great movie it's a great movie and it works and uh and i didn't care about the fact that 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 i you know underlying theme of it is men suck i'm like whatever it's a good movie so so you can do do the right thing you can do promising young woman that's fine but I mean, you know, when you're doing action thrillers or any of these other, can you just, can we just see uh, just people, and not worry about uh, the gender or, or the race? And can we can we stop intentionally catering to genders and races? Can we just, I don't know, can we mix it up again, and, and just have have some white men things too in there, um, with blacks and women in the same cast, in the same leads? I mean, just a nice, wonderful. Popery of human beings and in a good movie and a good piece of work and a good piece of art that would be wonderful uh but in the meantime i uh I, I i wanted to pass on that i we all can like and enjoy uh movies of all kinds and never uh hesitate to watch something that interests you regardless uh if you're like eh. I'm not a woman. I'm not black. Well, give it a shot. If you really are interested, give it a shot. There's at least a chance <laughs> that it'll be a well-made piece of work that, has, that doesn't make you feel like an outcast, that actually involves you and you can relate to regardless of what gender you are or what color you are. And um, that's the experience I had last night. And I hope you have many of the same. All right. I love you. Bye. Yabba da boop